so don't judge me but it's literally been since november 26 2020 since i've actually recorded an episode and remember whenever i said that i don't usually stick to stuff or like keep up with things because i have so many projects going on um not this time this time i did go through a lot of bumps and a lot of just unfortunate events that happened this past few months and so that kept me away from recording my episodes it kept me away from just a lot of stuff and so i just wanted to start by saying that hey i'm coming back right i am coming back i am recording again and so that means technically that even though it's been a couple of months i'm back and i am ready to start it all over again this episode is pretty much going to be just catching up um talking about a lot of things that have happened and just talking about a new stage in my life and i don't mean this in the way of hey i'm entering into new 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 like new day new me new year new me no i'm literally talking about just entering a different stage of my life and entering a completely different mindset that i've um come into just because of so much things that have happened so much that has gone on and it's just been very hard and i remember just thinking about it and i there was a couple of times actually that i recorded episodes and I just didn't publish them. I don't know if it was because I really felt that I was being super negative in those episodes or if I just felt that I was just being so not me. But then after I deleted them and after I didn't post them, I was like, well, darn it. That's literally how I was feeling. That's literally how everything was happening at the time. And so I probably should have posted them because you would have been able to see the different stages that I have gone through this past few months that have been just crazy. And without further ado, let's just get this episode started. Life decisions, accomplishments, struggles, depression, anxiety, sadness, happiness, memories, thoughts, ideas. These are all the things that I want to talk to you about. My name is Itzel and join me on this journey to talk about the unspoken. So where do I start? Um, back in November, um, I got really sick. So... It had nothing to do with COVID, um, just because I want to just clarify it. It had nothing to do with COVID, but I got really sick. So I started feeling just very tired. My body was always hurting. And I honestly thought, you know, maybe it's because we're home all the time. And it just, it's something that's going to happen like that, right? It got to the point that I was completely in pain I was in a lot of pain constantly my some of my joints were swollen there was just a lot going on 
And so for the longest time after November, I was trying my hardest to ignore the fact that my body was calling out for help. And I was like, no, you know, maybe it's just me. Maybe I just need to move more. Let me remind you, I am one of the most active people when it comes to like walking around, doing stuff at home, doing um, just projects all over the place, running errands. If I have to, I am on it. So I am not a person that will sit in the couch all day or who just, you know, relax all day. That's not me. So that's the reason why I'm like, no, I was just like, no, I'm going to push through it. I'm not going to pay much attention to it. But it got to the point that my character and my personality was changing, right? So I was just not doing it. I was just not happy. It, it, and it was just crazy. Well, I started getting to the point, and this is when it became really bad. Christmas happened, New Year's happened, and it was still okay. But then I also started noticing me just being stressed out about everything. And, um, and it was just like random, you know, like there was nothing to be stressed about and I was stressed. So I started looking into that and I was like, okay, this is getting out of hand. Like it was something that I couldn't really control. So, um, I decided after Christmas, after New Year's that I was gonna, um, talk to my doctor again and I was telling her, you know, like, I don't know if it's part of my depression. I don't know if it's part of my anxiety. I don't know what it is, but I just don't feel good. I constantly just feel upset and mad and not happy and my body hurts and I'm just done. So in January, I went to the doctor and um, she was like, she looked at me and I told her my body just hurts. Like, it's just painful. So she put me on this medication and she did a complete evaluation. She checked my blood work and um, everything was fine. And so she was like, okay, so you're, we did your blood work. Everything's fine. And um, she did another evaluation and it turned out that she was thinking I had fibromyalgia, right? So if you don't know, fibromyalgia is just... Your body's always aching. It's different for many people. There's a lot of controversies about fibromyalgia just because there's people that say, you know, um, it's not a real illness. And there's people that are like, no, it is real. And so regardless of that, you know, that was what she um, diagnosed me with. And as I read through the description of fibromyalgia and everything that came with it, I was like, okay, well, this can kind of make sense. Um, so I started to look more into it and I just get feeling worse, right? So for fibromyalgia, you cannot really, there's not a way to diagnose it except for like a, um, a doctor to look at everything, to see where it's hurting, to try different things for them to try to fix it. And it was just not working. So, um, she was like, well, this may be the cause of your depression, like, you um, have really fought through it, but it's just, it's time for you to get some help. So medication, right? So I was like, okay, um, I haven't tried medication in a long time, but I'll go ahead and do this. 
So I started a medication, which I'm not going to name it here because um, I just don't feel the need to. But I started a medication for uh, depression. And let me tell you that I only took that once. And that was it. I said no more. The one time that I took it, I do not remember how this happened. But I went to a friend's house and I was driving back home. And all of a sudden, like, I'm on top of the sidewalk. And I blacked out, right? It was the first time I had ever taken a medication for depression um, that was, like, a little bit strong. And so I blacked out and I got home and I was not feeling good. I was having palpitations. I was just... I was just not doing good at all with that medication. So I was, I called my doctor right away and, um, I was like, you know, this is not going to work. Like I literally blacked out. I don't remember what happened. I'm lucky there was no cars around me and I was on top of the sidewalk. Like, I don't know how that happened, you know? So she was like, okay, so medication's not working. Um, do you want to just try to like, focus on different things and try to get your depression under control by, you know, meditation or just going outside, walking, doing exercise. And I was like, uh, yes, a hundred times. Yes, please. Um, let me do this. Right. Well, um, I started going to the park more often and I started walking, but my body was just given in. My body was in pain. My body was weak. And me mentally, I was just weak. Because I did not... The amount of pain that I was feeling, it was ridiculous. Like, I did not understand why this was hurting so much, right? So, again, I kept looking back and forth on the fibromyalgia um, situation. And I was, like, looking at the symptoms, the diagnosis, that the, all the things that come with it. And I still could not relate to how painful this was in comparison to that. You know, I was like, this is crazy. I put up with this for a whole month till it got to being too much. I stopped wanting to hang around people. I stopped wanting to be around people because I don't know about you, but usually when somebody's like, oh, how are you doing? You're like, oh, I'm good. How are you? You know, whatever. No, I felt like I just didn't want to answer that question because I felt like crap all the time. And people who usually ask me, I don't think they want to hear that. I don't think they want to be like, oh, great. She's feeling like crap again. Cool. No, but I, I literally felt like telling them, what answer do you want? Do you want the real answer? Or do you want the one that will make you feel good about how I'm doing? You know, like, it it was just kind of awkward sometimes of people asking me all the time, like, how are you doing? And I would just have to lie to them. Because even my husband was like, well, you really need to go see a doctor again. I would spend hours on my bed and I would try to move, you know, I would try to do exercises, not exercises, exercises, I would try to do stretches, I was doing everything that I could possibly 
do when it came to trying to get better on my own without any medication because for fibromyalgia you're not there's no medication that will help you except for like taking Advil and like a high dosage of Advil you know um for inflammation and all of that stuff so I was just trying to do my best and um and just the uh my husband he started seeing like how I would just fall asleep all the time so I was watching tv and I was asleep within 30 minutes of it and if you know me if you're a person that you know me well you know that I am a night owl I do not sorry that that was my computer um I do not take naps I do not sleep um I am I don't enjoy sleep that much and I know that's crazy to say because things have changed ever since then but um so me falling asleep randomly was not like a thing you know so then whenever my husband started noticing that he started getting more worried because I don't sleep I I don't take naps um so that was a thing that for him he was more so like okay well we need to get this under control you know um there there needs to be more answers and I agreed I really was not doing well this was already February and um the amount of pain that I was feeling in my hands my legs just being touched was painful um so I called my doctor again and I was like hey um you know I honestly do not believe it's fibromyalgia Something in my gut is telling me to just get everything checked again. Can you please do it for me? And because I was telling her the amount of pain that I was in and because I was telling her the amount of just discomfort that my body had throughout the t- throughout the day and how much I was sleeping and how I would tell her all the time, I'm like, you know, I never sleep. Like, I, I mean, I sleep normal hours, but I don't sleep like, oh, let me take a nap now. And so I've had my doctor for a long time, um, for a few years. So like she knows me. So then finally we got to the point that I was able to get, um, blood work. And this is when shit went crazy. And by me saying that shit went crazy is because this is when the whole, like, crazy experience just started happening so I get my test and um it took about like five days I think to get them back and you know me I well not everybody knows me but if you know me I am not gonna just wait patiently for the doctor to tell me the results right so I look at um I take a look at the results and um before I talk to my doctor, I see that there's a lupus um, test, right? And um, it actually came back positive. So I am low-key freaking the heck out because I have read about lupus. I have been aware that I have to be checking myself for lupus for a long time. 
um, due to me having a lot of white cells and um, it was just explained to me a long time ago that I have to be on the lookout for it, that I have to just keep checking myself. And so here I see this test that is like positive for it and it needs further lab tests and it needs further um, testing and evaluating. But, you know, whenever you are feeling like crap and whenever you're in the pain level that I was in, for me, that was like, oh my gosh, okay. So this can kind of explain what's going on. I started to freak out. Um, It was one of the most difficult days that I've had in a long time just because I was like, okay, I cannot wait. I have to call my doctor. I know she's going to call me within two days after receiving the results, but I cannot. So I called her that day and um, I had to leave a voicemail because they were closing so they couldn't answer any more phone calls. And I got a, a phone call the next day. And so she was like, okay, well, I'm pretty sure you saw your results and you do have a marker that it's um, the one that detects the lupus. And so I want you to go to um, a specialist so that you can check um, further testing, so you, you can get further testing, so you can get um, an evaluation about what's going on. So with this being done, um, I she was like, don't worry about it. Just, I know it's kind of hard not to focus on the marker or like the results but you just you have to be um, 100% sure and um, just make sure that you stay away from the internet which I did because I know myself and I know that if I'm looking through the internet I'm probably gonna freak myself out and so I did that you know I stayed away from the internet and I kept the fact that I could have lupus to myself for a while and um I didn't tell anybody and I, I just didn't want to tell them again. Mind you, I'm one of the people that if you ask me how I'm doing, I'm very honest and I'm very open when it comes to a lot of stuff. So I'm going to tell you, well, yeah, I mean, I have not been feeling good this past year and or more. I have not been feeling good at all. And so I feel like I'm like a... a a recording already you know like people are like hey how are you and I'm like oh you know I am not feeling good at all but thank you for asking and so with that being said and for this marker to actually come up I was like uh heck no there's no chance I'm gonna be telling people anything because and it's not that they're judging me but I you as a person you're always gonna feel judged Especially whenever you're the person that's constantly feeling sick or constantly feeling not good. So I was like, I'm just gonna, you know, not share. So I went for a few days or a week, I don't remember, days, weeks, um, without sharing with anybody what was going on. And um, I made the appointment with the specialist within a week. Mind you, they had no available dates and I was like look something's gonna happen I don't know and so I was telling them the level of pain that I'm in is just not like I cannot take it anymore I can barely even walk because it got to that point so I don't know I was just I don't know how I made it um 
without actually crying all the time because I could not really walk. Uh, it was hard for me to get out of bed and, you know, it, it was just a lot. So I told him, you know, this is going on. I, I really just want to feel a little better. I don't care if it's just not good at all. Like, I don't care if I don't feel great or good, but I just want to feel a little better. So I, um, I got the, the appointment right away and it was like around uh, a 12, a noon appointment, right? So mind you, I knew that they were going to do some uh, blood work and I knew that they were going to do more testing. So I didn't eat for that day and I went to the specialist. I talked to them. They evaluated me. Um, I probably got 12 tubes of blood taken out. I got x-rays. I got all these things done um, because she was surprised of how much my body was hurting and just the areas that it was hurting in it. Um, hurting on it was just weird you know so I had so many areas of my body that were just so tender and so um before I left the office she was like okay I am not diagnosing you yet um I'm not giving you any like green light red light but everything is hinting towards lupus and if it's not lupus, then we really have to figure out what's going on. So um, with the specialist telling me this, specialist telling me this, sorry, I keep talking all weird. Um, with the specialist telling me this, I knew that I had to be ready for whatever. And this is when um, I did share with some people and I was like, okay, so um, this is what's going on. I'm not just in pain or I'm just not feeling bad all the time because I feel bad. I actually, there's something wrong with me. And it was about time because I had spent months and months with so much pain and kind of ignoring it and just saying, well, it's probably because I am not exercising as much or, oh, it's probably because this happened or, oh, it's probably because I'm sitting too much or I kept making excuses for it. So um, it was nice to finally kind of share hey, I'm not crazy. There's something wrong with me. And, um, and I'm kind of getting that, you know, uh, figured out. So, um, that same day I did all the tests possible that I could do. Um, I waited long times. I waited long lines and I was like, I don't care. I just want to get this settled. I want to get my lap results. I want to just get everything done. Mind you, all of this stuff is happening with a, the course of like two weeks, you know, or three, three weeks. And, um, and I am trying to be really positive because, you know, um, being negative doesn't help anybody. And so I was really, really trying to be the most positive person ever. I was like, you know, if I do have lupus, it's okay. It's okay. Life is not gonna end you know I can work through it I can power through it I'll be fine but in reality I was scared and I was so scared that you know I would just anything that was hurting I was like oh no oh no or any little movement that I made was just 
overcalculated. It, it was just not a good feeling to know that your body could probably be attacking itself, you know? So it, it was it, it was a little harsh. After a week passed and I got my results, um, I waited because last time I checked my results, it was just fatal. I, I did not want to look at them, um, but I ended up looking at them anyways. And um, I saw a lot of negatives in my um, results and a lot of positives as well. So at this point, I was like, okay, I see a lot of negatives and I see a lot of positives. I am just going to wait till I talk to the doctor. I'm not going to look any of this up. And I waited. Um, she called me in two days after and she was like, I need you to come in. We just need to go over your results. We need to go over everything that's going on. And so I went to the doctor, to the specialist. And the first thing she told me was, you can breathe now. You do not have lupus. And I literally jumped out of my seat. And I was so happy because even though I was trying to be so brave, I was really scared about having lupus. Um, especially because, you know, I have asthma and I have other conditions. I was like, oh, this is just not going to be easy. So she was really happy for me too. We we were both kind of laughing it off, you know, like, oh, thank God. But then she said, we have to figure out what's going on with you. And so um, she did tell me that my joints and my muscles, they are really weak. They have um, been getting weaker and weaker. And I think the thing that um, she was telling me or the what she wrote on my diagnosis was poly, polyarthritis or something like that. And um, I haven't really read much into it because I was kind of enjoying the fact that I didn't have lupus too much. And so I was um, just kind of like, still feeling the pain, still feeling everything, but I was like, oh, at least it's not lupus, you know? So I have been enjoying that fact of not having um, an autoimmune disease and it was just really nice. And uh, let me look it up because I don't even know if it's an autoimmune disease. I'm just talking out of my butt right now. Um, but anyways, so I was really happy and whenever she shared that with me, um, we just started to focus on the rest, right? So she went over all my results and, um, she did tell me that, you know, my muscles and my joints are getting weak, that I have a muscle weakness and joint weakness. And so I have to figure out how to get them back into shape or how to get stronger without, um, actually hurting myself. And so I know that I have to go to a occupational therapist. Um, I have to check for my liver because that was one of the things that were damaged as well. My liver is like broken. Um, that's what I like to call it. And um, she said that the pain, we just have to figure out what's going on. But um, I still hurt. I still am stiff my hands. I'm not able to hold my phone for a long time. I'm not able to type for a long time. I'm not able to write for a long time. 
And I'm an administrator, so tell me how that's going to work, right? Um, but it's just been one of those things that I was so happy that it wasn't what I thought it was. Um, that I didn't even, I didn't even forget, I didn't even like think about what keeps happening to me, you know? I was like, mm-mm. Um, I just, I was really excited and it's just, it's just been really good to have those news, right? Um, but through this entire process, through the entire process of like trying to figure out what I have, um, getting scared of having, and it is an autoimmune disease. (laughs) I wasn't just talking out of my butt, but, um, having an autoimmune disease or not having it and, just all the ups and downs of just trying to figure out what the heck your body's doing to you and what are you doing to your body, right? Um, she was also explaining to me that because of so much stress that I have been putting up with um, the pain or just kind of wondering what is going on with me, I've been so stressed out. And so, and I don't blame it fully on that, but I did gain a lot of weight. And so it's, um, I started to eat better. I started to change the ways that I do things. I have been trying to focus on figuring out how to like make all the pain go away without having to take medication because honestly, with my liver being broken, um, that's what I like to call it, I cannot be taking medication anymore. I also cannot drink any alcohol just and now that I do anyways I don't I barely even drink one sip of alcohol um but now I have to really monitor what I'm eating if I want to eat drink alcohol um so all of this just brought a whole different point of view for me it helped me see a lot of things that I have had around my life or that I things that I'm doing things that I'm um saying people that I'm hanging out with people that I'm around of it it just it's just been such a difficult time and I have just like felt that I'm going into a different stage of my life I literally turned 29 just like um, in February. And so with that being said, I don't know if it's just the fact that I turned 29 and I was like, oh shit, I'm about to go into my 30s. Or if it was just the fact that when I went to that um, specialist, all I saw was people like 60 and up. You know, I was the only young person in there I went twice and I went in the morning and I went in the afternoon and it was still the same thing so for me when I saw that I kind of felt like I was having like a midlife crisis (laughs) you know I know that that's not that's not technically a thing for women as much but um I literally felt like I was having like a midlife crisis and I was looking at my life and I was like what the hell am I doing like is it because of me? Is it because of my the way that I eat? Is it because of the way that I um, live my life? Or is it just my body being an asshole? 
which one is it? <laughs> you know? So now, um, yeah, this is just kind of like an update of everything that happened. And there's more stuff, but golly, I don't want this episode to be like uh, two hours. Um, but along with just that, uh, we also have had a lot of things that, um, a lot of news in our family that have been very sad. And whenever you're an open book, like me, whenever you're a person that likes to share everything about your life and likes to put your life out there, and then you're kind of starting to become a person that doesn't want to do that anymore, it's hard. Because... I always lived by me saying I'm an open book you know like that was what I always said ever since I was little I was always an open book I if you want to ask me a question you can ask me whatever and I will answer it I have entered a new stage in my life where I don't want to do that anymore I don't want to be an open book I don't want to be none of that like I think I've entered a stage in my life where I want it to be about me and my life and just not putting that out there as much and I don't mean through media like I love posting photos oh my god I love posting photos that's just one of my favorite things to do and I enjoy it because I like sharing a lot of stuff with people right um I'm getting to the point that that's not even actually satisfying anymore. You know, like I'm like, "Mm, I don't know if I want to post that or maybe I can actually just share it with the people that I want to share it with. And I think I'm, um, I don't know. I don't know what, I don't know what is going on right now. I obviously I'm doing the podcast, so I am actually sharing a lot of stuff and I am actually an open book. But it's just different because people are selective of what they listen to. And so if they're going to listen to this podcast, then they can definitely hear everything that I'm saying or everything that I'm sharing. But I just don't want to share it on media anymore. Because I went through my Facebook and I actually took it off for a long time. Um, Or I want to take it off for a long time because I had to get it back because of Brandon's, um, my son's school, they have a Facebook page. And so... I had taken it off and I was looking through my friends and I was like, I literally only talked to half of these people, not even that. And so I started deleting a lot of people off Facebook and I think I'm going to do that again and I'm just going to delete people that I don't talk to Um, and just make it more of like my family and close friends and that's it because I just don't see the point. I really don't not anymore of like sharing a lot of stuff and then it just you know if the person wants to know stuff they should reach out to you and that's it and um and I my husband used to be like this he was like well no you know I don't like sharing a lot of stuff blah 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 and I was like well what's the point like you want to share it because you're happy about it or blah 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 and now I'm kind of getting to his level of like I also don't want to share a lot of stuff anymore. And um, and I think that I just, I'm kind of refinding myself right now. And 
what I think at the moment and what I want to do from now on in a lot of aspects of my life. And it, it all had to do with just me being so sick all the time. And as we speak, my hands are just in, like, they're on fire. They hurt so much. And um, they're shaky all the time. And I feel like my body feels like I'm like 65, 70 right now. And I guess because I'm feeling like that, I'm looking at a lot of aspects of my life and just saying like, what the hell? <laughs> you know, like I need to change this or I should do this differently. Um, I'm also trying to get better. So with that comes a lot of changes in your life. Maybe I don't want to look at Facebook and scroll Maybe I don't want to look in Instagram and scroll. Maybe I do want to look at Instagram and scroll because there's a lot of cool things like puppies and crafts and all this, you know, stuff that um, come up on there. And memes. Oh my God, I'm a big fan of memes. And, um, and I don't know, you know, it's just been, it's just been an interesting time. And so I feel like because a lot of things are falling into place, but also breaking at the same time. I needed to do this episode because I was looking at everything that I've been doing this past year, this um, this year, and a lot of the things I told myself I was not going to stop doing, and I stopped. And so now that everything happened, and for a second that I thought I am going to have a disease that you never know what's going to happen. I am looking at things different and I'm like, well, maybe I shouldn't stop doing this because then, you know, things can happen. And with a lot of news that we've gotten from our family members, things are changing and events that I want it to happen, like from now in a long time, like it's like getting, having kids or, um, getting the job that I really wanted or graduating, all of those things have changed. And because of that, just evaluating my entire life has just become a thing this past few days. And I just wanted to share that because maybe there's other people who are going through that right now. And maybe there's people who are looking at their life and they're like, this has to change some way or another. And I really just, I wanted to share it because not a lot of people are going to share this with you. And if they do, they're going to sugarcoat it. And I don't like sugarcoating stuff. And so, yeah, I am going to be putting up more, um, more, more episodes. And I am going to be talking about all the different things that have been going through my head um, this past couple of months and how crazy things have been and so if you are listening to me and if you want to keep listening to me, just stick around for the next episode. Thank you. Bye.